The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies, like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together, we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm R.J. Bell with the Sports Betting Headlines for Tuesday. Okay, we got Golden State. They are a small favorite. They have the home court. They're a small favorite in the series. But of all of Golden State's finals, this is the most competitive. This is the smallest favorite Golden State has been in any finals. We look at Boston. After 50 games, they were 25-25. and 25. That's the worst of any finals team in 20 years. But they're only small favorites. What's going on there? And finally, the MVP, the clear favorite, Steph Curry. He's about even money to win the MVP. Here comes a four-hour of the Vegas Truth covering all that and more. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. This is Straight Out of Vegas. With the voice of Vegas, your host, R.J. Bell. The pregame show America has always wanted. From the Vegas Strip, here's R.J. Bell. You heard it. I'm R.J. live in Las Vegas, live on a after the holiday Tuesday, live on 225 FSR stations across this great, great nation. We got a special Tuesday guest, but it's every Tuesday. Could it be special? It is to me, Scott Seidenberg from the Vegas Sports and Information Network. His show, The Look Ahead Evenings. We got uh, A.J. Hoffman in studio. Guys, it, this is going to be a, a, a different show than usual. 
this is going to be a preview, an elongated Vegas-centric preview of the NBA Finals. I've got more than a few angles I haven't heard discussed so much. I'm anxious to hear from the boys what they think. AJ, why don't you set it up? What do we have right now for the series? What do we have right now for Game 1? All right, the Golden State Warriors minus 155. The comeback on the Celtics is plus 135. And for Game 1 Thursday night, the Warriors hosting the Celtics as three-and-a-half-point favorites. Okay, now I find all of these numbers slightly incongruent. Yes. I think they're a little off here. One of them has to be off to me. Three and a half in game one is saying Golden State is clearly better. You can say it's only a half a point. I'm saying, you know, home court, I counted at three, but you just saw Boston. You know, Boston has a good home, right? They lose multiple games at home. They win multiple games in Miami. The sense of home court is diminishing. I wouldn't have been shocked if this line was two and a half. I wouldn't have been. I mean, open three. And I think it's a little high. This is saying Golden State's not just a smidge better, but a smidge plus. But the series price, minus 140 is a conservative what a home court should be with even teams. And it's only minus 155. It's like 15 cents above. It feels like that one of these two lines is wrong. Either game one is a little high, if you, and if you like Boston, that kind of makes sense. I think there's value in game one plus three and a half. Or if you like Golden State, minus 155 is a little cheap for the series. Now, I've got another idea on this that makes Golden State for the series look even better. But first... Check my premises, and we'll start with you, AJ. Any premise here of what I just said you disagree with? The only thing I disagree with is that Golden State, of all teams, should get a full three for home court advantage. The okay. way they've played at home this this season and in this offseason particularly, I think they warrant a full three. This, the postseason? Yes. Yeah. So let's assume that's the case. It's a half a point, a clear half a point additional. 150. Now, let me bring up, and Scott, we'll get your opinion here. Let me bring up why I think this line made sense when it was three and minus 155, because it really didn't change. This line went up to three and a half, but the series price really didn't change. Here's what I thought these are even teams. I'm not sure I agree with that, but okay, that was the assumption. And Golden State in the game six and seven is going to be better. because they are so experienced. And thus, you can have even teams. But minus 140 wouldn't be enough. you got to give them an extra 15 cents because they're going to be better in the clutch game six and seven if it happens. But now it's three and a half and that line hasn't moved. So you're getting the better team that's going to be better in the clutch that's only a smidge more than the minus 140, which is typical home court. The the other argument I'd make for for why the the line has moved, and I don't agree with it, I think that the three and a half is there because people are assuming, well, the Celtics just played a game seven. They've got the rest disadvantage. But it feels like with the the long stretch between the end of game seven and the start of the finals. The whole premise of rest is a big break kind of alleviates the issue. Right. But I don't think the markets responded to it that way. I, I think whenever you assume the markets are irrational, you're making a mistake. Fair. It's too easy to say, you know, I'm not saying they're never irrational, but the odds are against it. So, Scott, you've got the smorgasbord here to discuss. I think both prices are off. I think that it should be much closer, the series price, and I think this game one should be two and a half. I think the Celtics are a better team on a neutral court. Okay. Uh, and and I'll and I'll back it up and and the reason being is the reason why I believe it's priced this way is because of the name 
recognition mm-hmm. with the Golden State Warriors. We know they're the team that went to the NBA Finals five straight seasons, although this is not that team. And then the experience, you just mentioned it, the experience factor, where there's nobody on the Boston Celtics that has been here before. Not even played a single game in the Finals. Exactly. Al Horford had the record for the most playoff games without playing in an NBA Finals game, so now he finally gets over the hump. Sometimes I feel, though, that experience is a little bit overrated, that I said this on my show, that maybe ignorance is bliss sometimes, where a player that hasn't been in the moment doesn't understand how big, and it's hard to, it's in the finals, you know how big it is, but having never experienced it before, there's no... There's no, like, letdown as far as pressure. Like, oh, I've been here before, and we didn't succeed, and I'm nervous. It's going to happen again. It's kind of like that just you're going in blind. I think the youth— So let's let's talk about this a second. So you're saying Boston's playing with house money? A little bit. Okay. How many players have you thought of, can you recall, that made a finals, didn't win a finals, but we say, but he made a finals— Right, Carl Malone Charles in Barkley, Stockton, Barkley. Mm-hmm. There's no sense of you made the finals, you've gotten over the hump. Colin, right here in FSR, made a really good point, I thought, to lead the show. He's saying he thinks the stakes are higher for Boston. The this team reason- might get broken up. if it, uh, No, see, I, mean, I think Boston's future is brighter because of the youth, and they have. this is the beginning of this run, even though... Technically, this run began a while ago. This is the well, fourth. That, that whole while ago is the yeah, point. This, right, was right? The, this is the fourth Eastern Conference Finals this team has been in in the last six seasons. But looking at this group, the future is bright for the Boston Celtics, whereas the Warriors are at the tail end of this run. Ooh, and they got. I question re- that, too. They got rejuvenated by the influx of youth. With, you know, bringing in Wiggins and Kaminga and Jordan Poole. And you can talk about Moody and whatnot. But as far as Klay Thompson being the player that he was during that five-year stretch of the NBA Finals, we know he's not that guy. Uh, you know, great 32-point performance, making the eight threes in the Game 6 win. But that's not Klay Thompson right now. Steph Curry has evolved in his game, which he's an all-time great Hall of Famer. is incredible. But how many more years is Draymond going to have? He gets hurt every single season. Right, He's so got let, the media deal. I just think the future is brighter for the Celtics, meaning that them going to this finals, I think, is just the beginning of the potential for them. Okay. Now, I think it could be seen that way. We are straight out of Vegas at Scott Seidenberg. I'm R.J. Bell with A.J. Hoffman. Now, I think a long view, an optimistic view would agree with you. But if you're Boston and you lose in the finals, it's not like they're going to break him up in the offseason. Mm-hmm. But let's just say that next season they get beaten in the second round because they very easily could have been beaten by Milwaukee, for example. And if Milwaukee has their second-best player, I think they kind of – looking back on that series, if we had a time machine and it replayed, they went. I, I would make Milwaukee the favorite. AJ, who, I, Yeah, it's slight favorite. I mean, I think maybe more. I mean, when you take them seven without yeah, your right. second-best player, you've got to feel like they're going to at least be a clear favorite. Now, what would it be? I don't know. Point no. differential was pretty lopsided in that series. Though. Yeah, uh, well, again, that seems to be Boston's thing. And the they, Celtics they get the tight when the pre- in this playoffs. No, listen, there's no doubt, and we said it in the in the the headlines, is if you go back to teams making the conference finals 20 years, so 20 times four teams, 80, the worst record after 50 games of any of those teams was Boston. The worst record, 25 and 25. No one was worse than that. So even just counting the final four teams, no one has been as bad as Boston up to this point. 
or up to the 50-game point, which implies they've been real good since. Mm-hmm. So the question is, do we just dismiss all those games, those first 50 that they were 500? Statistics say you don't. Big numbers are always better. When you have a new coach and evolution, there's more reason to think late in the season makes sense. And a new system. And you look at the way that they, Ime Adoka in, installed this defensive system. It took a while for players to buy in. And I think the biggest change that NBA experts will tell you that happened around that January point was the, def- the changing of the roles for Robert Williams and for Marcus Smart. You know, Robert Williams was not just a rim defender. He was getting out and helping on the perimeter, which changed a lot of what their defense looked like. And the, the numbers go to show you the best defensive team in the league yeah. since that point. What's the by the way with Williams? What is the latest assessment of his health? Ime Doke said today that he will be battling the injury throughout the finals, but three days off is obviously going to make him feel a lot better. Okay, but if you think about it, there was times he missed entire games, and then thus he would have had three-plus days off between the games he played. Yeah, he had 10 days off in this playoffs when he missed four straight games during the Bucks series. Yeah, so I agree that Williams' participation, at least at 100% health or even 90% health, is very, very key. I disagree. Well, let me ask this question, and AJ, you start with your prediction. If Boston loses this series, what are the odds that Tatum will have a title before he retires? I would make the case it's not much better, if at all, better than 50-50. I think it's worse than 50-50 if he doesn't win this year. Scott, what do you think? I think it's greater. Okay. Because it, we talk about lack you, of do you, par- ha- do you have one of the bobbleheads of Tatum? Like, like no. fat head. fandom here, seems strong. We talk about the, M- the NBA is the worst league when it comes in terms of parity. I think we can admit well, that. Or we can say the better teams tend to win more often. There's less sure, luck, which sure. I like that. Sure. And if you're looking at the Eastern Conference, we should not have been surprised that the Celtics were here at this point. As I mentioned, this was their fourth Eastern Conference Finals in the last six seasons. Mm-hmm. Who is team, surprised? Who's surprised? I'm just saying, well, the, at one point, they were 25-1 to 1 to win the Eastern Conference. Wow. We're talking about— I, I think to say surprised, this brings up an interesting point. But it was Boston— well, hold, hold on a second. Before this, before this uh, season mm-hmm. started, Boston was like 30-some, if not— Mackenzie, what was our most recent or our final number on them preseason? 40 to 1. 40 to 1. And I think ESPN reported today that this would be the biggest underdog to win the title when Mm -hmm. you count the preseason in memory. But when the playoffs started, Celtics had shorter odds than the Warriors. The yeah, Celtics yeah. were I mean, eight yes, to one. They were right there. So I think to some degree there were points in the season that it got to like 130 that, and to that's, one. That's the point I'm trying to make moving forward. Yes. Is that so coming into the season where everyone's talking about Brooklyn, even though they'd never been there before, right? We're talking about Milwaukee, reasonably so. They won the title. And Miami, who's been in the NBA finals and who wasn't, you know, this is their this was a rematch of the Eastern Conference Finals yeah. a couple of years ago. So moving forward. I almost think you cancel out the teams that haven't been there. And in the East, it's going to be Milwaukee again. It's going to be Boston again. To even make the finals, you got to beat Giannis. And, I mean, right there, that's a tough uh, ask every year. I think Boston is one of the four teams that you would pick to represent the Eastern Conference Uh, next year. I agree with that. So that means one out of four times they're going to make the finals. So I'm saying. And then then, then if you think about it, then they're only going to win half the time. So it means one out of eight years. I think that's right. About in the next eight years, Tatum has a real shot to win it. But I also think there's a real shot he doesn't. And, And my point is maybe 
you think it's 40% chance that Tatum would win another a title if they don't win this year. Maybe you think it's 60 or 65. Mm-hmm. But there's a heck of a chance he doesn't. And as much as we, and Colin makes this point a lot, and I think it's a good one, as much as we think it's just the beginning, how often does a team get there? It feels like the beginning, one injury, Smart doesn't really recover. And without Smart was a big difference maker this year, his offense. It didn't look so good in Game 7. If the Warriors don't win here, what are the odds that Steph Curry has another shot at one or gets another one after this? Let's do this. Let's take our first break. <laughs> I, I, believe, I think it's a great question, and I'll let that be the tease, but I'll put a little spin on it in the following way. I think one of the most amazing things we've seen any NBA front office do is the balancing act that Golden State is walking right now with let's win now and let's keep the future bright. I think the future's mighty bright for Golden State. I'm guessing one of you two maybe will disagree. Stay tuned. He's R.J. Bell. I'm A.J. Hoffman. This is the pregame show you've always wanted right here on Fox Sports Radio. Straight out of Vegas! Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Covino and Rich here, and whether you're headed to a campus to see some college baseball, meet up with old friends, or show off the alma mater to your kids, spring is prime time in college towns. And if you're planning a trip, two words for you, graduate hotels. There's no better place to stay. You know we're fans. We were at the Nashville location, and it was sweet. Definitely recommend it. So listen, when it's time to book, get up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. And hey, if you're already looking ahead to college football season, you could book rooms at Graduate Hotel this fall as well. But we'll warn you, reservations for those big weekends fill up fast, so go there sooner than later. Head to graduatehotels.com. And again, up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Rain or shine, every day is a great day for fishing, right? You got rain gear, but you can't overlook sunny day gear. A Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie has you covered on the sunniest days. Like literally. I mean, who wouldn't trade a sunburn for a trophy fish? But why do it if you don't have to? Especially when this Solar Stream Elite hoodie is built with broad spectrum UV protection. We're talking UPF 50, and it has airflow so you don't overheat. And what's the alternative? Putting down the rod every half hour so you can slather on some sunscreen. Seems like an easy choice to me. 
Columbia PFG has you covered with their Castback TC shoe. Its OmniMax cushioning and traction system helps if you're on your feet a lot, say, fighting a fish. Not to mention keeping you sure-footed on a wet, rocking boat. So if you're going to be spending long days out on the water, and I sincerely hope that you will be, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG and shop all their performance fishing gear. I disagree with intervention. I disagree with protocol. If you speak out against the words, then the heavens going to fall. The government I'm R.J. Bell. We are straight out of Vegas. And I'm A.J. Hoffman. We've got some contentiousness here, and I like it. I thrive upon, because of my upbringing, I think too much tranquility is not a good thing. It makes me nervous. I like fighting. (laughs) Not always, you know. Right before I fall asleep, I like a little relaxation. (laughs) Great day to join. This is... The fastest growing show on Fox Sports Radio. Audiences doubled in the last year plus. Thank you for the support. We'll keep working extra hard to deliver in return. You can listen on the iHeartRadio app. Just search straight out of Vegas. Here in Vegas on the Strip, 86 degrees. The neon is flowing. We just discussed the odds of Jason Tatum getting a title if he doesn't get it this year. And then before the break, we asked, what are the odds that Steph Curry has another one in him if he doesn't get the job done this year? What are your thoughts on that? Well, I I think – now, that's interesting. I think that just because of the number of years left, you give Tatum the – uh, edge, but I think the following, there's a real chance, way above 30%. I don't know if it's 50, 55, maybe it's only 40. Scott's a little more optimistic, but Tatum, if he doesn't win this year, and Brown aren't clear favorites to win another or a title if they don't win this one. And even if they win this one, there's not, you know, I mean, how many more is Toronto going to get? Right? right now, how many more is Kawhi going to get? Right? I'd bet no to Kawhi having another title right now. Although, so, would you agree that it's going to be easier to get to the finals from the Eastern Conference than the Western Conference over the next boy, it seems three, like with two, all, three seasons? I disagree with that. Go ahead, make your case. Yeah, I, I would say it feels like in the West there's so much. I mean, obviously the the Warriors are are getting old, but who else? Well, is, some who's of gonna, them are getting old. Who's going to take that crown? So the, the Clippers will be healthy next year. Well, in theory, in theory, Clippers will be healthy okay. next year. Uh, but when's the, the last time Kawhi was healthy at the end of the year? It's been a long finals. time. Yeah. yeah. A, uh, so the Clippers will be healthy, hopefully, next season. Memphis is just getting started. They're going to be around. Memphis Dallas. and Dallas are in the same boat. Of, okay. They've got to prove it but too much. I think, they're in, I think they're in two different boats. Dallas has a true superstar, and the supporting cast is a question mark. Memphis has the supporting cast. Mm-hmm. So as deep as any team in the NBA. Do they have a true superstar? Jaw, the league wants to make him that. He might be on it, uh, on uh, TikTok. I don't know if he is. I think what I, what I meant was both those teams have to prove that they are well, every, a de- Western Conference elite. Prove it? Who yeah. doesn't have to? Well, prove we it? just talked about it. In who the, doesn't have to prove? Uh, it? Well, we just talked about in the East. There's a lot of teams who you could say, okay, well, who, it's going to come from this to, handful I think of teams. Still has to prove it, right? But you, but we said every year it's the same four LeBron, teams from the East. LeBron and Golden State. LeBron and the Lakers and Golden State are the only two truly pedigree teams in existence. And I think that the question of Golden State is their age. And is the supporting cast or the youngsters going to be able to step up? I think this year shows they can. We are straight out of Vegas. Now, check this out. The narrative right now is, okay, Steph, Clay's back. You know, Draymond, he's the glue guy. And, you know, they got some young guys that's helping. All right, well— is that true, or is it maybe flipped? Steph Curry, his prior average on three-pointers made, so what, how many did he make? 43%. He 
He's 38% this year. That's five percentage point drop, which is gigantic. 38% is a little above average. Mackenzie, what's the league average on threes? 35%. Yeah. So he's three, he's, he's five points below his career average, and he's only three points above league average. He's a little better than league average this year. And it's the worst shooting year of his life. No doubt. Now, mm-hmm. is that a coincidence? Or is it he's getting older, it's tougher to get his shots? And if you actually take away Steph's first six weeks when he was on an MVP, it's been worse than that. Sure. Okay. Clay, we know by the eye test his defense isn't the same. Well, 42% on his career on threes, 38.5% this year. So a clear drop. And he's not much above league average. Worst of his career. He's also not back He's not at 100%. And I don't know if he'll ever be back to being the player that he was. But you heard it, you know, Draymond in the postgame press conference after the, the series clinching game against Dallas when they, everyone was gushing over Clay Thompson's 32 points on eight three pointers. Draymond flat out said, He's still not a hundred percent. And even Clay said he had more points yeah. he left on the table. But he, but he said he said he's still not a hundred percent back. And so they were gushing about how nice it was and how great a moment it was to see him thrive in that moment when he's still not himself. And I don't know if Clay will is ever gonna be. And maybe like that's not even again. the question, right? The question is will he be a plus player on an NBA champion is the question. Because right now he is still a plus player. This version of Clay is not a negative to the Warriors. Well, remember well, there's a there's a whole spectrum between plus to average, average. to below average. Yes. I don't th- I, I mean, if he's a plus now, again, we got to define what we mean. I don't think, I mean, Clay right now needs to be the fourth guy on a team. I don't think Clay can be the third guy and win a title. Yeah. And I don't think he is the third guy. So if he's the fourth guy, you could make the case Clay was the second guy during the, during the real run. Yes. So I think there's a big difference in Clay. Now, listen, it's amazing he's come back, give sure. him credit. Alex Smith, it was giving him credit. He's better than Alex Smith was. But in terms of being the second scoring option, yeah. no. And defense has dropped off, too. Mackenzie Rivers, you are an NBA expert. You follow Golden State. In fact, I think you have a bias towards them. What's your thought on where Clay is? It's funny. After game one, they had their best defensive performance of the playoffs. He said, I'm hearing a lot of chatter. I'm not the defender I once was. I think that's incontrovertibly true from anybody that's watching the games. I I get that he wants to have that mentality that he's going to get back there, but we haven't seen it this year at all. Incontrovertible. That's strong. Can you spell that? (laughs) (laughs) We are straight out of Vegas. Okay. Draymond, so we talked about Steph, and our premise here is maybe this isn't the narrative as, hey, these real good guys got some help. Maybe it's vice versa to some degree. Draymond hasn't played much this year before the playoffs. But he was up on two-pointers made percentage-wise, defensive rebounds, total rebounds, assists, and blocks. So the glue guy actually was above his career average and all that. I give him credit there. Maybe Draymond's the secret, like, as good as he's ever been guy, except he's not shooting as much. Does anyone disagree? I mean, it's hard to eye test that, but the numbers say it for Mm -hmm. sure. Okay, but this team is not much better this team right now is worse than they were. I mean, forget having KD. They were, they're way worse even from that original team that won it without KD because they're so much older. They're dropping. But what's the difference maker? Right? It's the young guys. And if we go through the list here, it's stunning that Golden State has this amount of youth. Jordan Poole, he, he seems, well, he's been around 2019, 28th pick. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, where right now amongst what? I was say, the 28th pick, and people laughed at the war at the Warriors for taking him in the first round. Like yeah. they were like he, they had no business taking this guy in round one. I read CBS Sports. They when they yeah, uh, they, they give him a D, for a terrible draft pick. It's, Again, the premise on this show is no one knows anything exactly. about these draft choices, <laughs> or at least no one knows more than the league knows. But Especially George, the Warriors, who have proven to be a smart franchise. No doubt. Jordan, and I think the last couple of years has really reestablished that. Jordan Poole is what? Going to be a max guy? I think he's on the border of that. He's that good, right? Okay, now we got Kaminga. Young, up and coming, but how good is Kaminga in two or three years? He very easily could be an all NBA guy. Yeah, Kaminga like, was one of the guys coming into last year's draft that was considered a guy who could be the first pick had he not gone with the G League route instead of the, the, the college route. Went seventh in 2021. Then Moses Moody went 14th. In 2021 is the most recent draft. So it went 14th. And as we were talking about, Scott, is in game two, entering the fourth quarter against Dallas. Golden State was down two. And Moody played a majority of that quarter and put up a good, I think, a plus eight, plus minus. This is a, and now you look at Andrew Wiggins. He's 27 years old. I mean, if he was like in that Jim Morrison 27 thing, he wouldn't even be dead yet because <laughs> his birthday was only in February. And how good is Wiggins? All star, right? We saw that. Yeah. I mean, if you look at this team, is it Steph as he currently is? Is it Clay as he currently is? And Draymond, is that the differentiation, or is it Poole, Kaminga, Moody, uh, obviously Looney, a young player evolving, Wiggins? I think it's the young guys that are the difference makers. You know, you, we, it's funny. We just talked about Dallas and, and Memphis and the differences between those two teams. Is it possible that Steph is still a superstar? And well, in, Superstar implies the, the brand. Is Steph still a top 10 player in the Steph NBA? Steph was second team think, all NBA this year. I and, say and yes. how much of that is brand? And, and I also think if we're going to take Boston and separate their seasons out, mm-hmm. Steph came out with a real redemption narrative where he was, let's be honest, they've looked horrible without all their pieces post-KD before this year. I mean, if they would have had another down year this year, we would have said, yeah, another team got old. Yep, It was a nice run, mm-hmm. right? This has been a real shocker, but I wonder how much it's Steph, because if you look at the first six weeks, Steph was on an MVP pace. Since then, he's played so much worse that even if you look at his season averages, if you take out those first six weeks, you're getting to be average with this guy. Now, obviously, he's got a team leader. He's amazing with his unselfishness. I'm talking about on the court. How, where do you put Steph right? Do you put him top 10, Scott? In the league right now? That's a no. If you can't say yes, it's a no. If he is, he's at the tail end of it. The two guards ahead of him on the All-NBA team, Booker and Luka, I I think that's fair. Mm -hmm. John Morant was the other second-team guard. Chris Paul and Trey Young on the third team. I'd rather have Steph than either of those guys. For one year, maybe. And I think Steph's yeah, winning. Now you're just talking guards. Now if you throw in the other players. Yeah, I don't that's know. an interesting point. Because All-NBA is positional. Yeah. You'd you rather have Pascal Siakam than uh, Steph Curry? No, but I'd rather have Jason. Well, I'd rather have Jason Tatum. I'd rather have. Um, uh, well, Tatum. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm saying we're not going guards now. Now it's yeah. other positions. Well, that's what Jason yeah. Tatum's a first team guy. That, yeah. I mean, that makes sense. So if he's not one of those uh, top but, five, but but, but Embiid's a second team. Guy. Okay. So I mean, I, look at the third. Here's the question: Look at the read the third team. Chris Paul, Trey right, Young. So, so now, Chris Paul. Go ahead, Young. Trey Young, mm-hmm. LeBron James, mm-hmm. Pascal Siakam. 
Anthony Towns. It's an interesting. Now, to win a title, I want Steph. And maybe that's the ultimate story. But when Steph, mm-hmm. but Steph, when he really won, when, when they, had, they haven't won yet. So when they won, he was both that glue guy, team leader, and also a top 10 guy, a top five guy. Now, maybe he's a top 15 or 18 guy that still has the glue. It's hard to win a title with that. If he's a top 15 guy, do you, and none of these other guys are anymore, would you agree that they've built one of the most balanced, deep teams to surround him with? Yes. And I think the Curry... Versus Boston, as much as we like, I'm, I'm going to give us a try. I got the phonetic spelling here. Udoka, there you right? Go. Okay. Which Ooh. is also the regular spelling. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> but I like, but not with the little hashes above and stuff. And so Udoka, if you think about it, this was the bench coach for Brooklyn, and to some degree last year, and to some degree Brooklyn looked so bad schematically in that Boston series, it looks like Udoka was probably the guy. I mean, as much as we were given Brooklyn and uh, I had a metal block, the guard that uh, is coach there. Uh, oh, Steve Nash. Oh, Nash. Okay. Nash, it was like, man, he is going toe-to-toe with every His X's and O's last year were considered great. This year, not so much. Maybe Udoka was a big part of that. But it doesn't change. This is the first year he's making his own decisions Going against Kerr, who could is certainly a top three coach in the league, if not the number one coach. Yeah, but can't you say that Udoka's experience with Popovich all those years and all those championships and and having that experience comes into play? I think for sure. But Kerr yeah. was first got some championships. Yeah, obviously, <laughs> course, yeah, five straight NBA Finals and the winning as a player with the Bulls, of course. Yeah, and was with San Antonio. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, to some degree, yeah, I think. But when you're the lead guy and mm-hmm. the pressure's on, there is a difference. There's a lot of good assistants that never become great. Coaches, I think Udoka's on his way to be a top ten head coach. Is he there yet? Is this going to be something in five years? He's doing an interview after Tatum wins it. Maybe you're right. He does in five years and saying, "Man, that first year I wasn't ready. You know, I thought I was, but when the when the brightest lights were on and Mark Jackson's over there, it just was too much." You got to give the coaching ad to Golden State. That's not even a question. Mm -hmm. And I'm just wondering. How much of that had to do with Golden State? Because it felt like they were never really challenged. A team that we can look at on paper and say, is this a title team? Because if you look at Kerr, or I'm sorry, Curry as he currently is, and, and, and Clay as he currently is, you could make the case this isn't a title team. But they haven't even been challenged. I mean, Michael Jordan, the big thing was he never had a seventh game in the finals. But what was Golden State's worst situation in this playoffs? Because I'll bet against you, you had Golden State. I can tell you, there wasn't many spots that were in a bad, bad spot. So it's like somehow Kerr went with Luka. A lot of smart people picked Dallas over Golden State. It wasn't even a series. Mm-hmm. Right? And a lot of people, not as many, thought Memphis, that youth, wasn't even a series. Really. I tell you, I think Kerr's doing some stuff that we don't even understand. It made the MVP of the league look like just a guy in round one. I think you're right. So I think we can wrap all, at least the angle up on the youth versus age. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Fox Sports Radio, I'm A.J. Hoffman. He's the voice of Vegas, R.J. Bell. So, A.J., you've got a bum knee now. Is I that do. fair to say? That's you fair. You had your MRI or whatever. Torn ACL and meniscus. Okay. So, kind of like uh, Time Lord. Exactly. He was playing, though, like a couple He's weeks. He's tougher. Yeah. They, I think they come in and shave the meniscus. Ooh. Imagine being on the court right now at the French Open. 
Uh, it's 80. It, it, uh, no, what's the temperature in France, not in Vegas? <laughs> I, I, I tell I tell Mackenzie during the news, hey, give me the temperature with Nadal. He he pops up eighty six degrees here in Vegas, <laughs> seventy three degrees. Uh, all right, so Vegas. let's forget the temperature. You're two and a half hours in, and it's about halfway through. Ugh. I mean, and, and if there's and any, it's not the final. You got to play again in a couple of days. If there's anything that shows you how f- the physicality, the nutrition, the training, what men's player over 30 did anything prior to five, seven years ago. I mean, think about it. All the greats were done. McEnroe was done like at 26, effectively. Right? Think Connors. He went a little older, but he never really... Are we, are we talking with or without PEDs? Well, I don't even know. <laughs> yeah, Barry Bonds made a run. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm talking about tennis. I'm talking oh, about oh, tennis. Okay, yeah. T- tennis is a different sport. That was the sport you got old the youngest, right? Women got old at 25, at least on the tennis court specifically. Is It was like, you, you know, Steffi Graf went to like 29. That was amazing. Now you look at Nadal and, and Djokovic and, and, I mean, Federer's dropped off, but late mid to late 30s, still competitive. So how old was Agassi when he won in the, the, the late, yeah, like the early 2000s? He came back and won for a little bit, but yeah. most of his stuff well, was done yeah. when he was young. No, yeah. see, I disagree with that. I mean, Agassi was real good young. He won like one, I think, mm-hmm. when he had the hair. Then he went, and if you read his book, he got into meth. And there it, was, I don't know about into meth. from like yeah. 98, 99 to like 2003, 2004. Then he had a, yeah. a renaissance. I don't know how old and, he was But that. no, he was like maybe 32 at the end of that. 33 and, when he won his last one. Yeah, so I mean, it, it, this is different. I mean, this is different. And and Nadal's 35 and still doing five setters. Uh, 36 for Djokovic. I mean... Pete Sampras won one major after age 30. Yeah, and that, he was unseated in the U.S. Open. Was that the one where he beat um He beat Andy Agassi Roddick in the final. 2002. No. Yeah, it, but that was in yeah. the U.S. Open. Yeah. He was unseated. So he was was done at that point. Like, are you, I, we've been working together for now almost a year, and now you're just breaking out that you're like the Rain Man of tennis. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> during the American, that's the, that's the O2 <laughs> when he beat Agassi in the final. Obviously, first off, part of my strength is not telling you everything I know, <laughs> but. But but I did between when Agassi got going and Sampras, I was wa- I was watching USA Network on on you know the evenings like in round two. I don't do that anymore. You I can't. Pro- I can't do a wild curveball to me I, right I, there. I can't pronounce the name of the player, so I don't watch. <laughs> All right, when we come back, S- Scott doesn't know this. I'm going to force him to give his series pick, and then tomorrow AJ series pick, and then Thursday mine. Stay tuned. On he's RJ Bell. I'm AJ Hoffman. This is the pregame show you've always wanted right here on Fox Sports Radio. Right out of Vegas! Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Covino and Rich here, and whether you're headed to a campus to see some college baseball, meet up with old friends, or show off the alma mater to your kids, spring is prime time in college towns. And if you're planning a trip, two words for you, graduate hotels. There's no better place to stay. You know we're fans. We were at the Nashville location, and it was sweet. Definitely recommend it. So listen, when it's time to book, get up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. And hey, if you're already looking ahead to college football season, you could book rooms at Graduate Hotel this fall as well. But we'll warn you, reservations for those big weekends fill up fast, so go there sooner than later. Head to graduatehotels.com. And again, 
up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Rain or shine, every day is a great day for fishing, right? You got rain gear, but you can't overlook sunny day gear. A Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie has you covered on the sunniest days. Like literally. I mean, who wouldn't trade a sunburn for a trophy fish? But why do it if you don't have to? Especially when this Solar Stream Elite hoodie is built with broad-spectrum UV protection. We're talking UPF 50, and it has airflow so you don't overheat. And what's the alternative? Putting down the rod every half hour so you can slather on some sunscreen. Seems like an easy choice to me. Columbia PFG has you covered with their Castback TC shoe. Its OmniMax cushioning and traction system helps if you're on your feet a lot, say, fighting a fish. Not to mention keeping you sure-footed on a wet, rocking boat. So if you're going to be spending long days out on the water, and I sincerely hope that you will be, head over to Columbia.com PFG and shop all their performance fishing gear. RJ Bell, we are straight out of Vegas. And I'm AJ Altman. Just a few minutes, we're going to have the first of our trifecta of series finals picks from Scott Seidenberg. First, though, let's talk a little bit about and let's do a postmortem on Miami and specifically Jimmy Butler, as he's now called seemingly by anyone, Jimmy Buckets. I just, just boom, right? All of a sudden, he's Jimmy Buckets. He didn't make enough buckets, eliminated, obviously. Let's go back to 2018. All right, and go back in time a little bit. I actually have a sound effect for this I like. So this is us going back in time. It's 2018, Minnesota, and you've got Jimmy Buckets, as he was not known then. And who else on that team? Andrew Wiggins, and you have Carl Anthony Towns on that team. Well, Jimmy wasn't so happy. And he, by all accounts or multiple accounts, he orchestrated his way out of Minnesota. And the narrative was that Jimmy Butler thought these aren't winners. The Wiggins is not a winner. He goes to Philadelphia. He's with Embiid. He's with Simmons. These ain't winners. Get me out of here. He goes to Miami. Well, he wanted a um, he wanted a long term deal with Philly, and they declined. But after the fact, he was complaining, saying there was a problem. Tobias Harris over me. Yeah, yeah. All right. So now he gets to Miami. Now we've heard a lot about Heat culture. I don't know if Heat culture is Butler's culture, or did he adopt the culture, or did the Heat culture become more Butler esque? 
feels like probably a hybrid where it was like he affected because he's the spiritual leader on that team. No doubt. And you like to think that Riley and Spolstra have created their own culture. But uh, you're going to have your star that's going to have his imprint on it. And what have we seen? A guy that seems fanatical about winning but doesn't win. He has zero titles. And he's going to be in the Barkley category but won't be as good as Barkley. Mm -hmm. If he doesn't win, him breaking down this year makes it feel like we're at the end of his physical prime. And age-wise, you, it would make sense. And they've got four more years of max money on him. Yeah, and I'm not even sure that. Listen, it, it seems like these days you're going to have to get to a contract that's bad at the end, like Harden. Even if you cut that Harden contract to 25 million, it's not going to be good in year four. So what are they going to do? It's, Sometimes it becomes valuable at the end. You trade the expiring contract. Well, the very end. Yeah. yeah. So now the question becomes. Does that make Golden State more amazing? Because seemingly they don't have that contract mm-hmm. right now, right? Okay, kudos. My point is this. You've got the guy the media likes to say he's fanatical about winning, but maybe that alpha's compulsion to win affects the team. Maybe it makes them try a little too hard in the regular season. Everyone said, Miami, how were they the number one seed? Well, they tried real hard. Maybe that's why they were so beat up. Have we seen a team that beat up for, I mean, maybe Golden State a couple, three finals ago, but other, and they were off a run of like five straight finals where physically it was too many games you could make the case. I'm going to pose the following question, and we can discuss this tomorrow is if you have Wiggins then leaving that team and going to Golden State and becoming what he's become, and then we see Butler, what has happened with him after. It feels like maybe we got to reevaluate the Butler approach, that kind of uh, monocentric where it's one person, where it's his will, he's got to win, he's going to push you to the finals. It doesn't seem to work. Golden State being a team, and Wiggins looks more like a winner now than Butler does, which seems very ironic. Scott, best bet. Oh, not even best bet. Force pick on the series. Force pick on the series, Celtics and six. All right, make your case. I think the Celtics, if you look at their pieces, I'd rather take them over the Warriors with the scoring of Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, the, the, the athleticism. Now, will Brown dynamic, have to dribble at any point in this series? As dynamic <laughs> as they are, they can get to the rim and create. They can also shoot the threes. And I think the defense of Smart, Williams, uh, and Al Horford, it, it would, I'd take that even over Draymond, Kavon Looney, and Andrew Wiggins. Okay. The thing that I question is if it gets to be game six and seven, mm-hmm. hasn't Boston, we got about 45 seconds, hasn't Boston shown when the pressure's really on, they tend to kind of shriek back a little bit. They're not the true alphas. You can make that argument. I think we'll see a different approach. I don't think Marcus Smart's going to shoot threes with 11 seconds left on the shot clock. Well, is the the pre- the why? Because the pressure was max there. Why wouldn't yeah. he in the, in the finals? I think you learn from that. But he hasn't learned before the fight. You should have learned years ago, you would think. Uh, real quick, one thing he said you most disagree with. I, I don't like – I more agree with you. I don't oh, like the way the, the Celtics have been finishing out games. That's my biggest cause for concern about the Celtics is it just feels like late-game decision-making is I'm not great right now. Defense. Oh, I think the defense so is great. So this, that's Scott Seidenberg. You can follow him on Twitter. It's at Scott's on air. Scott's on air. And the last thing I would say is I wonder if Boston's been upgraded or downgraded since that last series. I think maybe they're a little less optimistic than they were before. you got about 15 seconds. If you missed any of today's show, including a great breakdown of why the Warriors are still here, check out the podcast at FoxSportsRadio.com. He's RJ Bell. I'm AJ Hoffman. We are straight out of Vegas right here on Fox Sports Radio. Straight out of Vegas! This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. 
eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Any college baseball fans out there? If you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you. Graduate hotels. We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location. They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns. And get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. 